It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Club Show. If you like it, share it. Stay up to date. All things JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. All right, what are we going to cover in the podcast? I believe this is what? Episode uh, 301, right? Yeah. Wow, look at us. Over the 300 mark. I never thought we'd make it past one. Today, we're going to learn how to go down on your lady like a pro. And I use that pro. Pro. That's short for professional. Like You're going to know. Like a pit bull eating mayonnaise out of a jar. <laughs> We're going to find out what heteroflexible was, is. <laughs> There's just some wordplay in heteroflexible that turn, takes a turn for the funny. We're going to find out what happens when you eat a ham roll every day that uh, eventually it gives you the farts for five years. We'll find out what happens when you cross that line at the nude beach and we're going to meet the worst person on the planet. It's uh, just a woman just being an asshole. Granted, she was mistreated, but she just behaves like an asshole. We'll get to that at the end of the podcast, though. Uh, let's begin right here. What is the worst way to die? Uh, I'd say burning alive. Burning alive sounds terrible. I think drowning would be a thousand times worse, because what I understand when you're burning, uh, the, the superheated air actually kills you. It's not the actual burning. It's the superheated air gets into your lungs, and that's what snaps you up. So you don't, I mean, you could be on fire for a little bit, but it's temporary. Drowning is one of those things where you're very cognizant of what's happening at the time. Man, nah, that's true. You're like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. I think I should probably just close my eyes and rest. Hey, then why does everybody say that drowning is a very peaceful way to go? It doesn't seem like a very peaceful way to go because your last thought is, fuck, I'm drowning. The most horrendous death. There's a video series called Ask a Mortician, and a mortician admits that it's, obviously, it's a subjective question, depending on what your own fear is. I think that old medieval torture of being drawn and quartered. That sounds terrible. Fuck yeah, yeah it does. As soon as they say, now whip that horse, you're, <laughs> you're like, like, oh no! Oh, fucking hell, this is going to be terrible. Hey, they don't all leave at the exact same instant, too, so like some leg gets yanked out yeah. first. Yeah, he doesn't take off till he feels the jerk from the other horse that just ripped off your arm. He's like, whoa, he gets spooked. He's like, I got to beat it. And then he beats it with your leg. That your last, your last words are going to be, ow! According to a mortician, it's a form of fatal torture. It's when a victim's body is stripped down and sandwiched between two hollowed out logs with their head, their arms, and their legs sticking out. Okay. They then pour honey all over the person and force them to ingest more honey and milk. From there, the victim would be left in a stagnant pond to be snacked on by whatever creatures needed a meal. Yeah, that's shitty because it's going to take a long time. It didn't end there, though. The torturers would come back to forcibly feed the victim more milk and honey so they wouldn't die right away. They would eventually succumb to exposure, dehydration, shock, and delirium. Who fucking thinks of this? I don't know. Even my wildest, know. even on my angriest days, I couldn't think of something like that. No. <laughs> You're doing what? Oh, it's the hollow log thing. Oh, hey, why are you guys hollowing out that log? Are we making a canoe? Are we gonna go float later today? Is this at least locally sourced organic honey? 
All right, here, let's hit the heteroflexible thing first, and then we're going to find out how to go down on your lady. Uh, Expert tips from the pros. I think that also includes uh, some testimony from the ladies. I always thought that heteroflexible meant like you were mainly into chicks, but if you sucked a dick or two along the way, it's not the worst thing that's ever happened to you. That's what it means these days, man. Women, straight, gay, simple views on uh, relationships are gone. It seems like now, well, we got uh, heteroflexible. It's not bisexual. It's heteroflexible. A study last year found that 15% of American American adults are heteroflexible. Well, that's a pretty big percentage. They identify as heterosexual, but also report a a fair amount of same-sex attraction and behavior. That doesn't sound like somebody that said I'm heterosexual would say. Well, that's like you or I saying we're definitely into women, but also Tom Hardy is still a handsome-looking fella. I like to play around with the ding, but occasionally I like the dog. (laughs) (laughs) You know, variety is the spice of life, man. While there's no set definition on exactly what heteroflexible means, generally used to describe people who are mostly drawn to heterosexual dynamics, but are also open to occasional homosexual experiences. I think that bisexual, I always... I thought that covered all of it. Well, I always thought it meant you were 50-50. Like, you know, you like like guys, you like girls in sort of equal amounts. Maybe heteroflexible is you like mostly girls, but with a a little taste of fella every once in a while. They said being open to new experiences and being willing to experiment sexually with others. And some people say uh, heteroflexibility may be the only way to express their true sexual identity. As for reasons why a person might opt for the heterosexual the heterosexual route, it best describes them. They're more attracted to heterosexuality than any other kind. That's why they define themselves as heterosexual, ah. even though they like to dink around with other stuff. Uh, primary relationship is heterosexual, but they still like to play around. <laughs> but these people still consider themselves to be heterosexual. There's no right or wrong definition here, obviously. As long as you're happy, who cares? You don't have to put a label on it, or you can put a label on it. It doesn't fucking matter. The only person that matters to is you. So if you're feeling like, a, you know, having a crazy weekend, go for it. All right. So going down on your lady friend, right? It's obviously a very important dynamic into the uh, sexual encounter, correct? It's like a horse with peanut butter stuck underneath its lip. Just <laughs> Oral sex is widely known as the most reliable way to make a woman orgasm. 2017 study published in the Journal of Sex, sex and Marital Therapy found that 18% of women can orgasm from penetration alone. That's less than one out of five. There's got to be some sort of uh, stimulation there that isn't that hey, in order but, to climax. But the movies make us believe it's 100% of them. Oral sex obviously puts the clitoris on a front and center, right? Ah, yes. Yeah, that's the singer. That's the Vince Neil, right? That's the David Lee Roth. <laughs> the Vince Neil. He's in the spotlight. Think about that. Next time you go down here hey. on your lady, you're like, I'm licking the Vince Neil right now. <laughs> hey, this clitoris killed a guy. Yeah. Classic clitoris. He, this is a drunk driving clit. <laughs> Keep it on the road, you fucking idiot. Hey, this clit hasn't been able to sing in years, but people still pay to see it. 2019 study found that couples who give and receive oral sex maintain happier and more sexually active relationships. Okay. Here's the rules. You want to drop down like a pro. Make sure your partner is comfortable. It says, while oral sex is pleasurable for lots of people, well, actually, most people, almost all people, 
Hey, what are you doing down there that's not? You're like, ah, ah! It's all, they say some people don't enjoy the sensation of oral sex, or the idea of receiving oral sex makes them anxious. Or maybe your technique is like those wind-up teeth, just... Right. You're like a dog that's got a piece of chewing gum and doesn't exactly know what to do with it. Some people are self-conscious about themselves, and that's why they don't enjoy it. Uh, they say if your pro- if your partner says oral sex is off the table, it's off the table, man. Nothing you can do about it. But be vocal, uh, be vocal about appreciating your partner's body. That includes all the parts and whatever you're doing to it. You have to show them that you're cool with it. They say get your partner aroused instead of diving headfirst into someone's lap like an Olympic swimmer. Warm it up. Start with some neck kisses. Move over to the belly, the inner thighs. And then obviously, you know... Slowly work your way down to the Vince Neal. Yeah, then, you know... Work your way down <laughs> hey, to the... Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Motley Crew. <laughs> I guess po- possible this podcast is just ruining clitoris. <laughs> yeah, there's old clitoris out there caterwaul- <laughs> caterwauling his way through another fucking shitty song. <laughs> home sweet home. <laughs> Shut up, Vince, and give someone else a try. Uh, they say, get in, into position. They I mean, say, it's kind of true. Like, you know, the Vince deal, the clearance just sits there. It doesn't really do much. It doesn't move. Uh, I just like using the word caterwauling. It makes me want to put, it makes me want to paint whiskers on him, <laughs> put a little cat tail on him, and sit him out on stage. All right, go on, go on, go do your bullshit. Yeah, I like now when he wears the gloves too. Like every once in a while, I see him on stage with fingerless gloves. Like, are, are those so you can eat buffalo wings between songs? It's because his hands are so greasy, he can't hold on to the microphone. Right? They're like, Vince, put these gloves on. He's like, oh, the clitter, Vince. They say there's lots of sex positions for giving and receiving oral sex. Some better than others. Have the receiver lie back on the bed or the couch and scoot to the edge a bit. Then the giver can be on the knees on the floor. Hey, put a pillow down. How about a yoga mat under your knees to make the position a little more comfortable? Again, make sure that both parties are as comfortable as possible. Hey, what about a rolled up dirty sweatshirt? Oh, this could be the first time in recorded history that the clitoris was referred to as Vince Neal. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cover more surface area at first. Don't go straight for the Vince Neal. <laughs> Hey, I'm never going to be able to unhear this. No way. What's so fucking funny? What? <laughs> You're, going, You're ruining the mood. You're going, bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> I'm the one they call Dr. Feel Good. I'm the one making feel all, all right. right. <laughs> they say the experts say cover more surface area at first. Don't go straight for the kneel. Instead, up for widespread gentle pressure at first. And then uh, use the flat part of your tongue first. Move your head instead of your tongue. This creates a larger surface area. Oh, like that kid in a Christmas story. <laughs> they say it feels better initially to most women. Know where I you're going. That, I hope that some woman's listening right now thinking, men don't even know how to find a Vince Neal. No. I, found, I think I found the John Karabi, but I didn't find the Vince Neal. <laughs> Uh, they say know where you're going before you start lapping at your partner's lap like it's a tootsie pop. Make sure that uh, you're finding the right spot. 
The Vince Neal is actually a much larger structure than we can find on the outside. The majority... Oh, we know. We've seen Vince Neal. He's pretty big. The, the majority of the vents is under the skin. It's shaped... It's shaped like a wishbone. It, oh, jeez. What? It's shaped like a wishbone, and its legs run along the side of the vulva. It's an affordably Christ, uh, yeah. priced uh, wagon very, for the family. Very nice. You might notice that your... Swedish in design. Yeah, your partner's vulva swells during sex. How is it? It's swell. <laughs> it's because the... Hey, hey, like you just said, we'd notice if the vulva swelled. <laughs> sure would, dude. Uh, sure would. Hey, and I didn't know this. Uh, you might notice some swelling be, uh, during sex. That's because the Vince Neal is full of erectile tissue that swells in response to arousal. Like a penis! <laughs> And Vince Neal swells like he's had a big meal. Yeah, yeah. It's like a tick who's been living on a dog for six weeks. Keep it light at start. Lighter is better when you're when you're giving the oral. That area is sensitive. It's got eight thousand nerve endings. Going in too hard and too fast, you may feel her flinch. So go easy. When you start lighter, you can build up the pressure as her arousal builds. Yeah, the Vince Neal may look like he can take quite a beating, but he's actually pretty sensitive. Yeah, he's soft at first. Oh. Every you know, every bad boy has a soft side. His just happens to be at the beginning. Just use the tip. If your partner likes more targeted, pointed pleasure, use the tip of the tongue in your oil or oil game, oral game. The tip of the tongue can apply more targeted pressure and movement. Remember to pay attention to the sensations. Uh, oh, the uh, sensations of your tongue to make sure you actually that you're actually licking the Vince Neal and not just you know randomly licking all over the place. The Neal Neal. Hey, they say it's more common than you realize. Stay down there as long as it takes. Oh my God! Bring my little lunch pail in there. <laughs> what year is it? One of the main things... Is, is Obama still president? <laughs> one of the main things that stops women from having orgasms during oral sex is fear that they're taking too long or being selfish. That means they're going to need encouragement for you. Let them know that you'll be there as long as it takes. Yeah, she saw the lunchbox you sat down. And that there's no pressure for her to finish. Hey, you better be done before... I, you better be done before you finish that cigarette. This is like the fourth commercial I've heard during this commercial break. <laughs> the show's going to be back on in a minute. Pro tips on how you can uh, go down on your partner. Uh, ask your partner what they want. Obviously, that's self-explanatory. Harder, softer, you know. What else do you need from me down here? I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Use your fingers. They say, while well, you lick your partner's Vince Neal... Use the palm of your hand to provide pressure. Or gently press just above the pubic mound ah, to give them the, the little... The pubic mound. Yeah. Is it's it like got, a pitcher's mound? No, it's, it's, a, it's, uh, it's, it's mount. It's got four heads up on it. Uh, you, go, you go and look, and you see it off in the distance. You're like, wow, this is the pubic mound. This is amazing. You're like, well, here I am lick, licking the Vince Neal. Time to put my hand on the pubic mound. Yeah. Yeah, these poor, poor women that are listening to this podcast, no, they're never going to get, nobody's going to go down on them ever again. Well, now she's going to be wondering, is he down there thinking about Vince Neal? Yeah. Neal Neal! He's like, whoa! Yeah! <laughs> they say, throw in some toys. Mouths and fingers are amazing, but hey, there's some tools in your kit. Incorporate those. 
They say uh, clitoral suction toys use a combination of suction and air to circulate the clitoris and simulate oral sex. Let me get down there and do the Bismarck key. What are you, one of the fat boys? What are you doing? <laughs> they say if you really want to get out of the work altogether, they actually have these things. They're called the the womanizer or the satisfier. It actually sti- it actually simulates oral sex. More pro Dang. tips. Great robot taking our job. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's nice because somebody still has to be there to program it. So yeah. pay attention to your partner's body language. If you're not sure if your technique is working, your partner's body will answer all of those questions. Is she getting up to leave? They'll respond by moaning, enthusiastic feedback. But some people are shy and feel shame about making noises. If in doubt, you just ask. Did I hear you sing Wild Side? You did. Keep going. Enjoy yourself. This is all about your partner's pleasure. That doesn't mean you can't enjoy yourself. If your partner can tell you're into it, it might make the experience better for them. In the same way, it's much better for you when your partner enjoys giving you oral sex, right? Unless your name's unless your name's Cluck, you you like to think that they're under duress while they're doing it, and that's the <laughs> only way he can do it. Are you concerned? There you go. Here's some women chiming in. She's like, "Yeah, I love it when you lick the Vince Neil." <laughs> Do what I call the zipper, uh, this woman says. Uh, uh, Just lick up and down, all the way up, all the way down, just like you're zipping a zipper with your tongue. Mm. I was once with a guy who, no joke, gnawed on my Vince Neal. Yikes. Like he was a human cheese grater. Never do this. I imagine it's got to be like teeth during a blowjob, no? Yeah. When someone is licking my vents the way I like, I usually grab their head and grind my hips into their face for even more pressure. I guess that's not so t- uh, as much of a tip as it is a sign that what you're doing, you're doing it right. I start moaning, shout at the devil. Whoa. Hey, this woman's piece of advice. This is, this is from a woman. Pop a butt plug into her ass before you go down on her. It's a game changer. hey Thank you, Lucy29. Lucy's Lucy knows a thing or two because she's seen a thing or two. Uh, Rosie23 says, stay consistent. I always have people licking my Vince Neal, and they keep moving around. This doesn't give me enough time to enjoy anything. If something is working, just keep doing that. That's some very good advice. All right, how would you like five years of gas? Um, Back in 2017, a man visited a market and picked himself up a tasty ham roll from one of the vendors. This decision is one he's been paying for ever since. Lawyer representing this guy is looking for about a quarter of a million dollars in a lawsuit over the bad ham. The guy claims that he suffered in t- intensive digestional distress. Hey, Yikes. Hey, we not be able to say that five times fast, but we all know what this guy was feeling. Every se- Oh, boy. I got to shit my pants. Ooh, this is... Yeah. Uh, it went away. It went away. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. It comes back a little bit stronger. It's like... My contractions are getting worse. It forced him to be bedridden for five weeks. But... He had intensely bad flatulence that's still affecting him five years later. 
The, call, the case is gone. Man, you think at that point, I go get like a, what do they call it when I fill you up with water and shoot it all out? Enema? The case has gone before a judge, and the hearing date is set to be scheduled in the future. Like there's got to be one piece of bad ham just stuck up there causing all the havoc? Yeah. The guy says constant farting for five years. The plaintiff believes it was some sort of salmonella or E. coli. E. coli was to blame. The ham seller, by the way, is saying, no way, man, not my ham. This is a good ham. We learned a few weeks ago on the Terrestrial Radio Show uh, the etiquette of going off to a nude beach. We learned there's some pretty interesting stuff in there. Well, this guy, obviously not a listener. He goes to the beach. He's 46. Mm. He was 46 years old. Oh, no. He was shot to death at a nude beach after getting into a confrontation oh, with a 76-year-old nudist. Oh, man. <laughs> What was he doing? Taking too long of a gander at the man's long balls? It seems that the victim had started shouting insults at other beachgoers. You know, with their loose skin and old balls that they're 76 years old. But it wasn't that much of an insult because the man then began to pleasure himself while looking at a woman. Oh. This led to the argument we learned. That's the number one no-no. Yeah, you don't we, fucking hey, do that. We learned last. Uh, we learned when we were talking about. It. You're not like sex acts are frowned upon at nude beaches. So if you're out there, you know, fiddling by yourself, that's that's pretty big frowned upon. This led to an argument, which had le- which eventually was settled by a gun. Hey, where does this naked seventy-six-year-old guy have his gun? If he's at a nude beach, it's probably oh, stuck in his shoe. It was in his nearby backpack. Oh. All right, here you go. Here's the worst person on the planet. Now, granted, I get it. Something bad happened to you. But I think this is a fucking asshole response. A woman in Texas, supposedly, she got creative. Trying to keep other women away from her soon-to-be ex-husband. Okay. She shared the news that she was divorcing her husband with her followers on TikTok, explaining that he doesn't take care of their two kids and he's been cheating on her. All right, so she's airing the the dirty laundry to her followers. She claims that she doesn't want other women to fall for him without knowing all there is to know about him. In reality, she just wants to light this guy up. It's got nothing to do with protecting other women. So she got on Tinder. She's a 27-year-old, created a Tinder profile solely to put him on blast. Oh, on blast. Her TikTok video shows screenshots with her new profile. Uh, she says, hey, pretty girls, just wanted to warn you all about my husband, TJ, who's on here. She wrote in the bio section of her profile, I'm divorcing this piece of shit, but his name is Travis, not TJ. He's 38, not 30. He's got two kids, neither of which he takes care of. She didn't stop there, though. Hey, some that wouldn't stop some women either. No. She then made the most out of a bad situation by inviting viewers to shop at her online boutique. Uh, and gave them a coupon code to score a discount. Wow. Take 10% off using the code TJ. Followers who ask for more details on TJ and their split are going to have to wait a little bit longer as she's told them she won't oh, publicly talk about it anymore right now because they have a court hearing coming up and she promises to spill more tea when she can. And he didn't pay any attention <clears throat> to my Vince Neil the entire time we were together. Nope. We just learned that's pretty important. Always take care of the Neil. So there you go. There's this week's episode of Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Cluck Show. Again, thanks for coming along for the ride. Uh, We're we're, uh, out next week, so we don't have a podcast for you, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks for episode 302. And again, you can get every single episode. If you're not caught up, this is a great opportunity to do it. 
Every episode is available at jlnkshow.com, and we will see you in a couple of Tuesdays. Podcasts by Federated Media.